Wake up, wake up, wake up. It's not the first of the month. And we're off. It is the 3rd of August, 2023 AD. And it's 9.01 AM U.S. Pacific Daylight Time here in Los Angeles. And we're going to have a fun Thursday show. Men's Forum tonight, fellas, for the fellas only, for the fellas only, which is not just the black men. <laughs> Hat tip to the late, great, rest in peace, Colin Flaherty. He used to call them the fellas. <laughs> that Pittsburgh synagogue shooting, I want to talk a little bit about it. I looked up the Wikipedia. It's a favorite source of mine, okay? I know, you guys may roll your eyes. By the way, I fixed my watch. I'll show you uh, the picture later. Hat tip to the real Mr. Mad and evil is still real and the rest of you guys. That Pittsburgh synagogue shooting, the guy's sentenced to death. A rare death sentence nowadays, huh? Death sentences for whites and not for anybody else. No, I don't know. Actually, blacks disproportionately get that, I think. Uh, Justin Trudeau separating from his wife. Sophie and I are proud feminists. <laughs> what a mess. He's the Canadian prime minister. And some other things, you know, um, hope to, maybe I'll cover this 10 clear signs your relationship is going, growing in the right direction. Pocket article from Fatherly. I talked, I mentioned this, teased it yesterday, but I didn't get to anything because I, except for the Atlanta water boys, somebody tell me what that means. Um, because I went, got to so many calls, so I will get to your calls too, uh, if you would like to call in. But anyway, guys, let's get right on with the show! One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hague Report. The Hague Report. La, la, la. Oh, it's the Hague Report. The Hague Report. La, la, la. Hey, guys! So, how you guys doing? I am fine. I am wearing my my uh, Men's History Month tee that I bought uh, some years back during uh, for Men's History Month. August is Men's History Month, and it has a picture, a photograph, black and white. Crop of uh, Booker T. Washington. He's black. But he is a man, or was a man. Now he's dead. Uh, Booker T. Washington speaking to a crowd of uh, men. All tough. Booker T. Washington speaking. Nice. He wrote a couple of uh, good books. Up from Slavery. I mean, I haven't read them, but I hear that they're good. I assume that they're good. And uh, Character Building, I think, is one of his... His, uh, books as well. Nice. Uh, so yeah, last month was White History Month. This month is Men's History Month. Whoa! Whoa! Malkuth X. How, hey, how much of the first of the month can you recite? 
<laughs> That's about it. Just the chorus. Wake up, wake up, wake up. It's the first of the month, so get up, get up, get up. So cash your checks and come up. Wake up, wake up, wake up. It's the first of the month, so get up, get up, get up. So cash your checks and come up. And then that's it. Something, something, something on the first. I think that's all I know. It's a nice song, though. It's a nice song. I heard the Christians, fellow Christians, singing it at a Christian family camp in high school uh, one summer before I ever heard the actual song. I think I heard Crossroads a little bit before that, but I wasn't all that familiar with Bone Thugs until end slash after high school. Anyway, let me get to... um, Hmm... Jeff in Louisiana had a comment for Hassan, and Hassan is here. He's my uh, trusty, handy-dandy sidekick over here. He's my board operator. Jeff in Louisiana, happy Men's History Month to you. Happy Men's History Month, man. Thank you. I have some other questions I want to ask you, but I have to watch this morning. I want to make a comment. You watched this morning the the Jason Lee Peterson show? Yeah. The experts? Yeah, I tried to call in, but it was busy the whole time. Oh, yeah. The experts were talking. Just let me tell the audience. The experts were talking about um, relationships. Should you work on a relationship? Go ahead. Okay. Okay, well, Hassan, what I think he was trying to say at one point was like a a business proposition. Yeah, like a business. Think about about it. It is. Tiger Woods' wife, after he messed around on her and she didn't get divorced, she got two hundred. She got a quarter of a billion dollars divorced him. She's a babysitter. Is all she is. <laughs> but she's got a quarter of a billion dollars from him to divorce him. Sounds like it's good business for the woman, not so good that's business what, that, for the that, man. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's a business proposition. But think of that: two hundred fifty billion dollars, a quarter of a billion dollars for a babysitter. Wow. Basically, babysitting his is. children. Yeah, is what you're dismissing this mother of his children and wife <laughs> as being well, uh, well she had never worked a day in her life yeah true and granted he's out here playing golf but but now I want to ask a question though about Hassan alright Hassan I, I've never been you know, I've always had my same outlook on life and nothing, nothing just has changed me I just where I am but I saw a couple years ago when Jesse was out for something Hassan was co-hosting, no co-hosting show or guest host or whatever. Yeah. And my question is, how do you work for Jesse and not share heart in his beliefs as far as the way stuff goes? Because the way you've answered your question this morning, the woman runs your life is the way it sounds. That's just the way it come off. I mean, you know, the the questions you answered was a. Uh, you know, like, should you or shouldn't you, you know, well, should, when you ask about getting married to somebody has kids, well, you're saying should. You know, it's not a debate. I mean, either it's right or it's wrong. And in my personal belief, it's wrong. I mean, I don't be stuck raising somebody else's kids. Okay. I mean, and there was one other thing, I can't remember what it was, but it's just, you know, a lot. Again, it goes back to Bible, man or woman. But, you know, you don't, you don't want to raise everybody's kids, you know, that's how I go pause my language, go around, screw around, have a good time and you your life. Then you get shot with three or four kids and they expect somebody else to raise them. And that's just that's just my, my outlook on it. 
but how do you justify work for him not sharing any of the beliefs as far as man or woman or nothing? I don't know if that's... Well, go ahead, Hassan, you respond. Yeah, well, um, I would say that someone could work for someone definitely and not have to share all the same views or opinions, but I do. Um, I would say that I do agree. It's just that I'm currently in that situation, so I'm not going to lie about the situation that I'm in. Now, whether is it right or is it wrong or should it or shouldn't it, I mean, I just think that uh, I, I don't know who I, I don't know who am I to say necessarily. So I don't know. And if it is, and if I do recognize that it's wrong, I also recognize that I can't help myself at the moment. So okay, okay, man, I, I respect that. I respect you being honest. I do respect that. It's just, it's just not the way I've been, man. Oh, what, what the other thing was, but wasn't something you said? Why you're talking about, you know, trying to make a relationship work. From my, I've always been this way. I don't want to raise them as kids. And the thing of making relationships work is, is you have to make it work. You're you're bending yourself to their wheels. So you know when you come in, you lay down. You know how you know, what you expect, what you want, everything else. And it's like me, man. I dated people that's made millions of dollars, and you know one thing they say is be like, well, that's still right. You know, it's cut bait. It's time to go somewhere else. You know, when you've been into your wheels, but I understand what you're saying. You know, you can't, you can't make up who you fall for in that in that sense. You know, you know what I'm saying? You can't, you can't decide. You know, you get what I'm saying. You know, it's not your decision all the time. Just, you know, there could be something special about one person that makes that okay to you. But I understand what I'm saying. Do you follow his? Uh, absolutely. There? Yeah, absolutely, and and. You know, I I may have um, been in a, a more fallen state or nature when um, I got into it. And even though I'm, you know, maybe waking up or seeing it, um, I'm still going through it. I'm still trying to overcome. So if it is if it is wrong, if it is right, I don't know. I'm I'm I am at trying to uh, observe it and and. Well, man, we got to catch a little extra track anyway, because in L.A., you ain't going to find any single, single women without kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's 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 true as well, it seems. But, <laughs> but man, I, last thing I said, I, let you go, I want to apologize to Hate for hanging up the other day when I was talking to Tony. Man, I just think you may, oh, everything you, I said. You're fine, man. Go ahead. Go, yeah, but, go ahead. you know, like I asked him, I said, I said, I said, okay, you're a businessman, you got all this, you got all that. There were... Why, why has racism done to you? And, they, and he goes off like, oh, you're racist. And that's the thing is, you know, words is affecting us a lot of that. So that's how, you know, I'm going to argue somebody like that. It was a good, it was a, you asked a fair question, I think, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, man, man. What, what has racism affected you a lot? Right. You know, you, you got several businesses, you got a good job, you make good money. Or is it affected that? So yep. know, people, people don't want to answer that. They just want to come back with, Where's your, where's your, man, it's just, it's a joke. Man, sure. y'all have a good day, man. I'm going to watch this show. Y'all have a good one. Thank you, Jeff in Louisiana. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, I hung up just before, just to make sure that we didn't get that click. Because uh, that's what I tend to overreact to, is that click. Um, real quick, Russ in Hampton, Virginia is on the line. Russ, what's up, man? 
Yes, sir, James. Uh, I've been seeking some information out for a while. It's hard to reach out to you guys. And oh, okay. Answers to my question. Okay. First of all, and I always have to say this every time I call you, the greatest caller that you have ever had on your show is Mace. Mace? And she is my favorite, yes. Okay. Did, it, what, did I influence you by calling her my favorite caller? No, no. Okay. You had nothing to do with it. All right. It was, well, no, you did have something to do with it, but it wasn't what you said is when you put her on your program and I was exposed to her. And that made me be a great... Uh, Stay close to your phone, and it sounds like you, I don't know if you're outdoors or, or what's going on, but there's, like, you're coming, you're going quiet, and I'm hearing some wind or breath or something on the receiver. Oh, I'm sorry. There's a, there's a fan. Oh, that's what's going. Yes. Yeah, stay clear of the fan while you're on the phone for me. Block the fan. All right, uh, all right. Hold on. I'm, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to change by, by, by fan. So, is this better? I think so. When you said, is this better, that came through clearly so far. Okay. All right. So, I've, I've repositioned myself. Thank you. But So, here's the thing. Here's the thing I've been trying to get. Um, I've heard a lot of people, especially Jesse, say, you know, like he will say, you know, uh, did you scream and holler and praise and stuff? If that works for you, that's fine. But try my silent prayer. Uh-huh. And if that works for you, then do that. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, well, then you can choose what you want to do. So I was trying to seek out the Word of God and seek out trying to be a Christian. Okay. So to speak. But here's you know you're because cutting you're cutting in and out again you never found you never found the word of god or something you said well no i was i was brought up in a christian household okay so i know about the word of god right okay i know about certain things about the bible now have i read the bible front to back no do you but think do I know things about the Bible? Yes, I do. do have you think I heard the, do you think the a Bible lot is, of religious stuff? Yes, I have. Do you think the Bible is the Word of God? I don't know because I don't believe a God. Okay. So that's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All Christians don't necessarily call the Bible the Word of God. I think that's just. Some people assume that to call it the word of God, it's an assumption. But but uh, I, but but that's besides the point. Here's my no. Here's my confusion about something like that. For example, Jesse Lee Peterson. When somebody says something, Jesse, that he doesn't agree with, the mm-hmm. first thing he will say is, "Does it say that in the Bible?" Right. So now I'm thinking. Well, if the Bible doesn't make a difference, why would that be your first indication of whether what they're saying is true? It doesn't make sense. 
It's because the Bible is true, but it's not the word of God. Uh, you, would, you, would, you would think that if you're making an, an a, assertion, uh, you, you might, it would either be common sense or it would be in the Bible. Common sense or in the Bible. Not everybody has common sense and not everything is in the Bible. Or not everybody has access to their common sense, we'll call it, right? Okay. Go ahead. Well, I will say this. All right. And this is one of the things that sparks my confusion. Okay. When somebody says something, and I know that it contradicts what the Bible says. Okay. Who am I supposed to believe? The person saying it or the Bible? It depends on, on the context, the meaning, because not all contradictions are actual contradictions, as you, you may know. Uh, no. A contradiction is a contradiction. I know, but sometimes a perceived you, contradiction no, no, is no, not. Let me just say no, this. Before no. you say that, I'll let you elaborate. But let me just say a perceived contradiction is not necessarily an actual contradiction. Okay. Go ahead. Just to solidify on what we were just talking about. So, for example, there's a televangelist named Robin Bullock. Robin Bullock? He said, Robin Bullock, yes. Okay. He said, uh, I made a, a, a prophecy that Trump would win. He did not win. Mm-hmm. I was wrong, but I'm not a false prophet. <laughs> now the Bible says that if a prophet makes a, a, a statement and it doesn't come true, he is a false prophet. Right. So now the Bible says he's a false prophet. He says I'm not a false prophet. Uh-huh. Now who was wrong? Somebody is wrong. The Bible or him? I will say that he's a liar and he's a false prophet. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Based on your story, without knowing what happened for myself or or any any uh, whatever, without knowing, it sounds like you're right. I. It sounds like uh, he's. Uh, it sounds like he's wrong. Unless you could say Trump, unless you're one of those people who thinks, oh, Trump won, one of those conspiracy theorists whom I disavow. That's a lie. Right. I totally lie. agree with you, man, but, but, for the but, sake but, of my but channel. Again, but again, but again, the reason why I called yeah. was not that. The reason why okay. I called was I am trying to... I disavow. ...try to be a Christian. Yeah, I've talked to you many times, and you know I'm not. Right. You know that I'm an atheist. Uh-huh. Now, an atheist is not somebody that says that somebody that, that, that somebody says that God does not exist. That's not my position. My position is I'm seeking out knowledge, and I'm seeking out the information. And when I get the information that I need to see, then I can believe in God. But until I receive it, to me, God doesn't exist. 
it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me. So I'm constantly see seeing out the information to change my mind, and my mind is always open to all information to change my mind. And so I was really seriously trying to embrace Christianity. Uh huh. But again, my problem was, what am I doing wrong? Because I'm not getting it. I'm keeping my mind open to anything that's said and anything that I can experience. And I experience everything that I can. And every time I experience something, it's just solidifying my opinions that it doesn't make sense. It's not true. That doesn't make sense. No, no. Uh, so what am I doing wrong in order to be a Christian? What am I? Uh, something I'm doing wrong. I will admit that I'm doing something wrong. Okay, but I don't know what it is. Like, how am I not going? I'm doing something. I'm not doing something in the proper procedure, and I want to know what that is so that I can be a Christian. I can experience that lifestyle. I can experience that situation if that makes sense to you. Yeah, it does. I don't know I don't and I've reached out to you and your program several times to try to answer that question. Okay. Because I'm let trying me try, let me try for let me take a stab or two at the answer. Okay. One I'll, it strikes one it strikes me that your mind is too busy. Like you are too quick to reject um, something that either doesn't make sense to you or or seems wrong or like a lie to you too too quick to re- reject it rather than to just rather than just to leave it alone as a that sounds wrong I'm just going to leave it alone and not get hung up on that because you seem to hold on to those things that that bother you such as the talking snake and other contradictions and uh, hypocrisies and stuff like that. Two is, I don't think that you really pause, I could be wrong, but you don't, I don't know if you pause and be quiet and examine yourself and just be quiet and let the truth catch up to you. I know you're okay, sick and you're and you're you're like wheelchair bound and stuff, but I don't know if or I don't know if it's wheelchair, but you know you're you can't really move around a lot Yo, physically. Man, no, no, but I don't know no, if no, you're no. but I don't no, know if I you're actually taking advantage of that. Right? Yeah, you told me about that. But but I don't know if you're taking advantage of the opportunity to be quiet within yourself. You may I don't know if you're just distracted all day looking at entertainment and knowledge and stuff. Can, can I say something real quick? Yes, go ahead. So you talking about I don't look back and stuff. Dude, I grew up in a Christian household. I just recently, because again, I I fell down and broke my back. So I'm laid up and I'm real comfortable sitting on the couch in front of the big TV. And I started looking at Christian ministries. And I started like, I... I want to hear their sermons. I want to hear them preach. That's what I want to do. 
Okay. I grew up with that. I'm like, okay, Frederick K. Price. I grew up listening to him. I want to hear him preach that. And then I look at different preachers all over the world. So but, that's what I did. Right, but how about just being quiet? I was. I wasn't saying anything. No, I'm talking about. How about I'm talking about not listen, not entertaining yourself or seeking after all this knowledge, taking in all this stuff. Sit, just sit in silence, not taking in all that. All that the input. time, dude. I'm <laughs> laying up with a broken back. I don't move around a lot. I'm sitting down and just relaxing. And that's all I do. Are you? Cl- I'm not going you say out you're to open. clubs and you, hanging oh, out with women. I got you. Like I got that. you. I don't do none of that stuff. I got you. You say you're open. Are you open to trying JLP's silent prayer? Here's the thing. It's a I yes don't or no. Believe. So listening to his silent prayer, number one, I don't believe that's true. And if I did it. I wouldn't believe anything that happened. Like I don't believe that. I, wasn't I know that you. That way. I don't know what you mean by so it's... those things. I don't believe. So here's the thing. No, no, no. I asked you a I yes or no. Have you it. tried it? No, and I haven't because I don't believe. And so here's the thing. Are, what are you I'm afraid of? Studying. You don't have to believe I'm not to try. Afraid it. of anything. Then I'm why don't you try it? Anything, irregardless of whether you believe, <laughs> which is not a word. Why don't you try it? Okay, and, and I want to answer that if you let me. Go ahead. The same way when I was younger, when somebody said, you know, man, I got some weed, you try this. I was like, no, I don't do that, no. Right, but weed, is, like, weed we know is a, is a drug. I'm Quietness just a, and no, listening no, no, to something. No, I'm not talking, I'm not going to stop. I'm not talking about the product. I'm talking about the same mentality. Oh, okay, so that's your, mi- this, that's your mindset. Then I don't do that. So... No matter what you say, I'm not going to do it. So when you say, well, do the sleepies and silent prayer, okay, if that works for you and you want to do it, that's fine. You do that. No, you, you asked me. For you you asked me. I, I asked you if you do it. I didn't tell you to do it. To me. Okay. So you're not as open as you're pretending. I'm not. What about it? What about it? Don't you believe? If I believed in God, I would, but I don't. So but atheists, atheists can do the silent prayer. Atheists do do the silent prayer. So it sounds like you don't even know what you're talking about. You haven't even looked into it. You haven't even listened to it once. That's not true. What you just said doesn't make sense. The silent prayer is about God. All right. Well, you have a mindset, man. That's that's what your issue is. No, no sir. Sir, I asked you a question. I told I, mean, I gave you the answer. Is about God, is it not? Right, and you say you pretend like you're seeking God, but you don't actually want to. I uh, no, no, no. Yeah, I have yes. tried. Yes. <laughs> you haven't tried the silent. You haven't even tried the silent prayer. The heck. <laughs> but thanks, Ruffs. I appreciate it, man. Take care. You know what? Okay. Bye. Um, what a mess. Caller needs a witch doctor. Hey, do you even do it, bro? That's that's irrelevant. <laughs> Doesn't mean that that's that's uh <laughs> whatever. Anyway, um, Tony in California is on the line. Tony, what's up, man? 
Good morning, Mr. Hank. How the heck are you? I'm fine. Wonderful, wonderful. I was just calling. Did you hear about the news, man? About the Christians uh, wanted to defund the FBI? Nice. Good for them. Well, I don't know why you wanted that, because the FBI just found and arrested over 220 people that was in sex trafficking, and that's, that goes real deep, brother, real deep. Well, maybe some, maybe some other law Christian. enforcement agency can do that that's less corrupt and liberal and, and anti-white and anti-Christian. There are Christians that got arrested. And So-called Christians, covered. sure. What they, does, they but that's covered. not why the... Tony, that's they not why... Tony, 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 yeah. Tony. Uh, that's not why the Christians want the FBI defunded. They want the FBI yeah. defunded because the FBI is liberal and anti-white. No, I, I disagree with that, sir. I mean, that's part of... So the, you think you know what's in the Christians' God. minds who want the FBI defunded? Well, they got arrested. Did, they, did the Christians, the Christians who want the FBI defunded, they got arrested? Yes. Yes. The what? The Christians who want the FBI who are two hundred and twenty Christians got arrested, and they s- said that they want they the FBI defunded, and they recovered. Where are you getting this? Where Christians. are you getting this, Tony? It's in the news, uh, uh, Hank. It's in the news. And they said, w- "What news? What news source? What news source? I mean, yeah. ABC, USA. I mean, look it up. It's in all of them." Uh, Tony, I don't really, I can't really believe you because you come in here and every time you call in, you lie. Because I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian. Tony. You got your experts in that. Tell them look it up. Tony. No, I'm not interested. I'm a Christian. Because they're white. Tony. Because they're white. Tony. I'm a Christian and I'm not into the child. Tell you that. You're not a Christian. Tony, will you be quiet for a second? I'm not into (laughs) the child sex trafficking. But, and I would like the FBI defunded. I think that that might be a good idea. I don't know the details, but a whole lot of Christians who are upstanding Christians or for what's right, um, they no want the FBI defunded because, as you know, as you know, the FBI are anti-Trump. They're anti-white in many ways. They're liberals. Oh They're God. anti-Christian. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. There's no such no, like you said. No such thing as racism. There's no such thing as Christian. You don't make sense. It's a man-made word. Then how a come you said that I'm not a Christian? Development. You're not. Are those you then those behavior. people who are FBI? Who, those FBI Tony Christians don't speak. A person of God don't speak what you speak. Tony, those people who are uh, those liberals who were arrested by the FBI, they were not Christians either. They're not liberals. They are Republicans. <laughs> Republicans. Many Republicans are liberals. So you're oh saying God. you're saying you're making you're making a contradiction because you're saying 200 white Christian Republicans who want the FBI defunded were arrested by the FBI for child sex trafficking, but you said Christians don't exist. Well, it don't in reality, it don't. Right. So then, what's your problem? Why do you hate Christians? Why do I hate her? I don't hate no one. Yeah, you do. I speak, I speak against what's wrong. Yeah, you That's hate white people. You think that white people well, are inferior to black people. Words, you put that propaganda. That no, you think you, you think black people are superior. You even you, you aren't even clear. You aren't even clear on whether white people are human. Are yeah, white are white people human beings? And no such thing as a white person. Are white people human beings? European. 
You mean Europeans? Is that what you mean? Yes. Are they human beings? Yes. How about, how about white Americans? Are they human beings? There's no such thing as white Americans, okay? Come yeah. on, man. Are they human beings? They are human beings. There's no such thing as white. Am I a human being? Uh, you speak to me. You can feel it. You got blood flowing through your body, don't you? It's a yes or no question, buddy. Uh, I, just, I just gave you an answer. That's not an answer. That's you a smart answer. It's not a, it's not a real you answer. You are a European human, yes. No, I'm not European. I'm, I'm a white American. You are, you are European. You ain't no such thing as white. You're American. Yes, Come there on, is. Man. That's a lie. No, you're a liar. You're a liar calling lies on on, uh, people who are telling the truth. Yes, on liars. I'm calling liars on liars. So do you call liar on yourself? No, I'm calling liars on you. You never call liar on yourself? For what? You never admit to lying? Why would I have to lie? Because I had to go back and cover because, it up. Because because Satan's your daddy. You're you're the child of the father There's of no the lies. Thing to say, man. No such thing <laughs> to say. What you do is your action and your and your call. Okay, so There's you no keep on lying. What a mess. Y'all are you an a- are you so are you an African? Are you an African? I'm a, I'm a human being. Oh, okay. So are. Europeans are not I'm human a, beings? I am a human being. No <laughs> labels, no nothing else. I am a human being. How come you love to label the whites in whatever way that you love to label us as racist, I don't, I'm child like sex traffickers, yeah, whatever, stuff do. like that? But do. you don't want to admit yourself what you are. I'm a human being. What I mess. never sex trafficked no, no human I never did that. Slavery was was sex trafficking. No, that's ridiculous. No, it wasn't. It was. No. Uh, Really? It wasn't kidnapping? No, it was not kidnapping. Oh, so they just volunteered to get on the boat. Yep. I don't know if I don't know if the fellow I don't know if they're fellow Africans. I don't know if they're fellow Tony. I don't know if your fellow Africans kidnapped them, but the whites who took the slaves or the, or the Jewish people or the Arabs who took the slaves uh, bought them. That was not kidnapping. Nope. So, no siree, so, Bob. So, so, so you can buy human beings. Is that what you're saying? Yes, that's sex duh. Trafficking. That's, that's, that's sex trafficking. That's not sex trafficking. That doesn't make it sense. It is. When you can buy human beings, that's trafficking, bro. That's not... Tra- trafficking is illegal. Slavery was legal. Oh, but was it right? I don't know. There were maybe oh. right and wrong. Maybe there was right and wrong done it. I'm sure there was so both. Said, I'm sure said, there was right you, and wrong done. You were Christian, but you saying it was okay to do that. It's a Christian. Here's a Christian saying it's okay. You're silly. No, you're sick, bro. You're sick. You t- you're calling me that. sick, and you're a Democrat. <laughs> the labels. Are you a Democrat, Tony? Labels, Excuse me? Do you ever vote Democrat? Do I ever vote Democrat? That is none of your business. Nah, then how come? How are you going to get off calling me sick when we all know that that you didn't you vote for know, President you, Trump? You don't. You don't know nothing, bro. I know so plenty. Out of the know. out of the you overflow are, of your you heart, your dirty you mouth speaks. Human. You are ass human. <laughs> Whoa! You better watch it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how y'all do it, ass human. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, Tony. This was very unenlightening. Okay, well, you know what, thing? Y'all stop trafficking, man, because that's y'all, that's y'all trademark. Speak for yourself. Have a good day. You too. And don't burn up in the sun. <laughs>
Okay, I won't. <laughs> I require less sun than you. Take care. <laughs> I know you do. You can't stand the sun. <laughs> All right. Um, what a mess. Okay, guys, uh, good news. It is Men's History Month, and as an act of manliness, I... <laughs> My first act of manliness in, a, in anticipation of Men's History Month, I got my watch re- fixed. Hat tip to It's the Real Mr. Mad for the watch band. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. He sent that to me. Here to Bond. And for the tips from y'all on how to change it, how to change the watch band, I was like, I don't know how to change this. And thank you for the shame Evil is still real over in the Rumble rants for saying only women and Hake don't know how to change a watch band. I, there's the uh, little screwdriver thing that I used. I kind of re- vaguely remember. So I did it. 5.30 in the morning on a Saturday morning, I fixed it. Nice. You proud of me? So manly. Hake is a new man. <laughs> anyway. So thanks, guys. Cool. Hake thinks he's bad. Thanks. Hake thinks he bad now. <laughs> yeah, I do require less sun. Uh, I absorb vitamin D much quicker uh, per second than uh, blacks and other more melanated and compassionate people <laughs> absorb and make vitamin D. Man, I wanted to cover this... Uh, this synagogue. Sh- oh, you know what? I, I do have time. I thought that it was approaching the end of the hour. Let me see how fast I can get through this. You guys hear about the um, synagogue shooting, Pittsburgh synagogue shooting the uh, from 2018? Old news from Hague five years ago, roughly. This is clip 41, I think, in the folder there, Hassan. Uh, Pittsburgh jury sentences the so-called Tree of Life synagogue shooter to death. To death. I was a little surprised to hear that, although I knew I should not be surprised. They go after the, the whites, and this was a white man, so-called male, so-called man, really male, who did the, uh, was convicted anyway of doing this uh, mass murder, which I think he did it. Uh, it's an NBC News, uh, and by the way, the, I left the audio drops in this breaking news our, uh, report, because their audio is dropping like a mug. Uh, Three-minute report, here it is. Out of from Pittsburgh, NBC. just minutes ago, a federal jury reached a verdict for the sentence of the Tree of Life synagogue shooter Robert Bowers. The jury has recommended the death sentence. It took 10 hours of deliberations in this punishment phase to get there. And now just to remind you, almost five years ago, Bowers walked into a Pittsburgh synagogue and opened fire, killing 11 people who came together to worship that day. NBC News correspondent Kathy Park is live for us right now in Pittsburgh following the latest. Kathy, this is a big deal, the death sentence. The judge is still reading out the very lengthy verdict as we speak right now. What more do we know? You. Yeah, just uh, a few minutes ago, we have a producer in court right now just kind of monitoring the latest developments. And as you mentioned, the jury, the same. Hello. <laughs> ...has decided to move forward with the death penalty. And uh, closing arguments wrapped up on Monday. 
you mentioned 10 hours of deliberations and they had uh, to decide between the death penalty and life in prison without parole. We should note that this was a unanimous decision. They had to have a unanimous decision to move forward with the death penalty. But how we got to Hello. this point on Monday, we heard from both sides, uh, the government as well as his defense team and his events. <laughs> Awful. Troubled upbringing also talked about his mental health issues, his delusional beliefs, and they brought in expert witnesses um, who said he had schizophrenia, and that is why he ultimately decided to do what he did at the Tree of Life Synagogue back in October of 2018. However, the government prosecution argued that wasn't the case. He was filled with hate. He intentionally targeted those worshipers that day and had no remorse for doing it. So. Those were the things that the jury had to weigh. Uh, the, the mitigating factors had to, or I should say the aggravating factors had to outweigh the mitigating factors. And there were several of them, more than 100 mitigating factors. And that's why it took a few minutes for the judge uh, to kind of go through this verdict sheet. But once again, uh, the jury finding Robert Bowers um, obviously guilty. The guilty portion of that was uh, two months ago, but the eligibility phase came in July, and here we are at this point, they are moving forward with the death penalty. And based on what we have heard so far, um, as far as the, the protocol goes, we're told that the sentencing portion of this is supposed to happen the next day or possibly the following day. But uh, this is all kind of coming in right now. And of course, we'll, we'll let you know as we have some more details on the sentencing. All right, Kathy Park there, unanimous decision sentencing Robert Bowers to death for the deadliest anti-Semitic attack in U.S. history. Kathy Park, thank you so much deadliest anti-semitic there's nbc news for you. nbc put their stamp on that uh awful audio dr audio dropping from that lady on the satellite feed or whatever feed that was what a mess whole lot of asian reporters yeah totally and then two asians and a poc looking if i'm correct network got more technical difficulties than the day than the jlp show says will cole yeah I can say NBC does it. <laughs> Deadliest anti-Semitic attack. And they kiss up so much to this notion of anti-Semitism, which is kissing up to the false victimhood of Jewish people to, to pounce and pound on the people who have a beef with the Jewish people. They, uh, they combine the word all into one word now. It used to be anti-Semitic. It, I don't even, I wonder when this was invented, this term. But, uh, the man was a mess, evil. I have a screenshot of this guy, this, uh, Robert Bowers. Robert Gregory Bowers. I have a whole bunch of screenshots in the folder. The main ones are the ones I wanted to show in the first two. Zero A and B, I guess. Uh, Hassan in that Tree of Life synagogue shooting. There he is. Uh, he's 50 years old now. I don't know when this, uh, mug shot or maybe driver license shot was taken. But he's a heavy set, was anyway, a heavy set 46-year-old at the time. 46 and did this mess. Convicted of it. Uh... Police sources said that he shouted at some point during the attack, All Jews must die! That's what sources said that he shouted. 
He fired on police in the entryway when the, they arrived at the synagogue after he was shooting up the people. And I'll tell you who the people were, or at least the ages. Uh, police returned fire, forcing him to retreat into the building. A half hour later, tactical teams entered the building. He also fi- fired upon them. Off- officers wounded him and returned fire. He retreated to the third floor and hid in a room. He had wounded two officers, two SWAT members, one of them critically. Wow. Um, and then he crawled out of the room and surrendered a, a bit later, maybe an hour later, having been shot multiple times. He received medical care in police custody. He allegedly told a SWAT officer that he wanted Jews to die and that Jews were committing genocide against his people. So he do unto others what, what's being done to, unto you? Evil. Uh, 11 people were killed, three on the ground level floor, four in the synagogue's basement, two brothers, married couple among the dead, six others injured, including four Pittsburgh police officers, and the uh, suspect, right? Uh, bah, bah, four requiring surgery. Okay, so those killed. Listen, look at this one. Uh, show number two, show s- screenshot number two there. Um... Joyce Feinberg, 75 years old. Richard Gottfried, 65 years old. Rose Malinger, 97 years old. Jerry Rabinowitz, uh, 66. Cecil, 59. And David Rosenthal, 54. Ooh, she's older than him. wonder if they were a couple or what. Bernice, 84. And Sil- Sylvan Simon, 86. Daniel Stein, 71. Melvin Wax, 88. Irving Younger, 69. He didn't even target the ones who are... Uh, the primary problem people, quote-unquote problem, um, for the whites. I wonder why they don't just go after, like, they shouldn't go after anybody, like, in this way, right? But why not go after, like, the ADL headquarters or something like that? They shouldn't go after any of them, right? You don't return evil for evil? Robert Gregory Bowers, here's a bio on him, number three. If you want, Hassan. Born September 1972 out of, in Baldwin, PA. Arrested as the shooter. His parents divorced when he was about one year old. Here's a little antidote-esque information about him. The Antidote. JLP wrote that book. Healing America from the Poison of Hate, Blame, and Victimhood. This man was, uh, had a victim mindset. He had hatred and blame for the Jews. Uh, he's found out some true facts, I think, but overreacted with anger. Anger's evil. But uh, a lot of people, evil people, will say, oh, those true facts are the evil thing. And anybody who's repeating those same true facts are responsible for this man doing that. No, you're responsible for yourself. His parents divorced when he was about one year old. His father, Randall Bowers, Oh, here's that line again. Oh, where's my spittoon? Died by suicide. Committed suicide. Hopefully I don't get banned for saying committed suicide. I'm getting my spittoon. Two. Wikipedia following the liberal radical homosexual uh, dictionary.com died by suicide guidance rather than committed suicide. In October of 1979, at the age of 26, while he was awaiting trial on a rape charge. So his father was accused of rape. Every man accused of rape. 
And Tony's participating in such anti-man accusations. What a dirty person, Tony might call her. Whew. And Bowers was seven years old when his, uh, Robert Gregory Bowers was seven years old when his 26-year-old father, so his father had him at 19, nice, uh, committed suicide, waiting trial on a rape charge. Crazy, huh? Talk about overreacting. Uh, Bowers' mother remarried as a young widow, right? With the family living in Florida before the couple separated one year later. So this woman couldn't get along with even the... I don't know if that was advisable to uh, remarry. Upon their return to PA, Pennsylvania, Robert Bowers and his mother... Mother. Live with his, with his mother's parents... So his grandparents in a suburb of Pittsburgh, his mom's mother took responsibility for raising him because his mother suffered from health problems. What a mess. Dropped out of high school before graduation and worked as a trucker. Neighbors described this guy as a ghost who rarely interacted with others. A ghost. Keeps to himself. Uh... So they go into his social media, number four, a screenshot over four over here. This is all from the Wikipedia page, right? Uh, he turned from conservative to radicalized as white nationalist. Probably because, you know, the, uh, the mainstream media tends to do that, you know, to be honest. So he was on Gab, and they went after Gab. Gab has been described as friendly to neo-Nazis, white supremacists, and the alt-right. Bowers registered his Gab profile January 2018 under the hand Wendingo. Hopefully that's not too bad of a thing to say. I don't know what it is. Uh, sounds okay. A dingo is a dog, right? Per- I don't know. And his account, uh, he described his account by the following. Jews are the children of Satan. The Lord Jesus Christ, oh, John 8:44. The Lord Jesus Christ has come in the flesh. Uh, he didn't realize that he too is a child of Satan. Became a child, or was a child of Satan. Aussie dog, maybe, says Hassan. Thank you, man. Dingo. Shout out to the, uh, no flat earthers in Australia. The cover picture was a, of his Gab profile. This, uh, gun mail (laughs) was the number 1488 used by neo-Nazis and white supremacists to evoke David Lane's 14 words about we must secure future for white children, blah, blah, blah. And the Nazi slogan, Hail Hitler, 88, eighth, L, eighth letter, H. I learned that from the ADL, I think. <laughs> uh, these people. Bowers published posts that supported white genocide conspiracy theory, such as total conspiracy, right? Total conspiracy theory. I disavow it, even though whites are becoming a minority in their own countries. Uh, diversity means chasing down the last white person. Daily reminder. Um... That's what one of his things said, posts. QAnon conspiracy theory that... Anyway, whatever. Uh, He criticized Trump as being globalist. Not a nationalist for being surrounded and controlled by Jews. Uh, Denounced African Americans with racial slurs. Images related to lynchings. 
denounce white women who have relationships with black men. Blah, blah, blah. Conspiracy theories about philanthropist. Philanthropist, what a name for George Soros. <laughs> uh, blah, blah, blah. Number six, and oh, here's this. Okay, in the weeks before the shooting, he made anti-Semitic posts, blah, blah, blah. Claimed Jews are aiding members of the Central American cab- caravans. There may be truth to that, I don't know. You know, those invaders, migrant invaders. And he called them invaders, so Hake called them invaders, so Hake is just like this guy, according to the liberal logic, which is not logic at all. Right, Lin Yenshin? Female-minded people. Oh, this is what Hitler said. Hitler said the sky is blue. You say the sky is blue. Therefore, you are Hitler. (laughs) And Hitler was evil. Therefore, you're evil. You need to be banned. Shortly before the attack, he posted Gab has something, something, H-I-A-S. National Refugee Shabbat. Oh, indeed. That's funny. Southern Poverty Law Center says, oh, he said, I can't stand by and watch my people get slaughtered. Forget your optics. He said, screw, but we don't say that, kids. (laughs) I'm going in. According to the SPLC, the Southern Poverty Law Center, which is another uh, source slash smear outfit against whites and Christians, the mention of optics references a disagreement that has raged within the white nationalist movement since the Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville 2017, August about how best to get their message across to the general public. Gab suspended Bowers' profile after the shooting. This is Gab. Gab Gab.com, right? JLP is on Gab. Posts the biblical question every week there. Get some good uh, responses from those Christians over there on Gab. And whites. Gab suspended Bowers' profile and pledged to cooperate with the criminal investigation of this Bowers guy after this, you know, mass murder. Shortly after the attack, here's the evil overreaction. They tr- Gab pledges to do the right thing, but PayPal, evil PayPal, evil Stripe, evil Joint, I don't ever heard of them, and an evil Medium pulled their support for Gab. I didn't know Medium supported Gab. And GoDaddy, under which Gab domains were registered, required Gab to relocate their domain name hosting to a different service, shutting down Gab in the short term. So Gab had to go make their own uh, website host thing. Crazy, huh? So these people, Gab does, Gab tries to do the right thing, maybe, maybe even bent over backwards. I've heard things that they voluntarily give stuff to uh, the feds without any court order. Whereas these liberal uh, platforms, they require a court order. They protect your privacy better than Gab. Gab is more under the gun than these liberal platforms, though. So, what a mess, though. What a mess. Bowers was charged by the DOJ. Here's number seven. Bowers was charged by the DOJ with 29 federal crimes. And you saw, if you were watching the video... uh, News report from that amateur hour NBC News. <laughs> no, nah, it was professional. It was just, uh, there were some problems with the feed. Robert Bowers was charged with 63 charges, 11 hate crimes resulting in death, two hate crimes attempting to kill the DOJ. What business do the feds have getting involved in this? None. 
None whatsoever. It's a local issue. The uh, local authorities should have handled it. If he deserves the death penalty, I suppose he deserves the death penalty for, you know, murder. But no, they did the death penalty for hate crimes. And because he's white. Reminds me of lynchings of blacks back in the day. Some whites were lynched too. It was, they weren't lynched just because they're black, but because they were black and accused of a crime. And they were, and it sort of makes sense to, to, to uh, do that as to like, send a message. No, you outsiders cannot get away with this. Don't be trying this. It's serious. We're serious. Don't do this. It was an, an attack from an outsider against their community. And so uh, I guess the whites are outsiders accused of a hate crime. But it's a fake notion, these, fake, these hate crime things, legislation, that we should be abolished. So wrong. Uh, prosecutors accused him of anti-Semitism. Say he was motivated by anti-Semitism. I didn't, I'm sorry, I didn't know that was a legal term. Uh, going on to number eight. They said he had brain damage and was influenced by mental illness and delusions. Yet he was proud of his attack, ex- expressed regret that more people were not slain, thought he deserved medals and a parade. Reminds me a little bit of, uh... I jumped down to number nine already, actually. <laughs> Reminds me a little bit of, uh... The guy who shot up to the church. Uh, bowl cut man, young man. Male. Who also had a messed up family life. Non-family, basically. Dylan Storm Roof. Unrepentant. Okay, number 10A. Trump called the shooting a wicked anti-Semitic, because he believes in anti-Semitism. Cut him some slack. He's a boomer. Act of pure evil. Nice. Said the shooting was preventable. If there was an armed guard inside the temple, they would have been able to stop him. By the way, it was kind of odd to me when... Mainstream media call people worshipers. Worshipers. It just strikes me as odd. I wonder if that's a relatively new phenomenon. They just call anybody who's at this re- some sort of so-called religious institution worshipers. But anyway. He opined the shooting was preventable. He suggested cases such as this call for the death penalty. So he called for the death penalty for this Central Park Five, who allegedly raped and beat that woman with an inch, inch of, her, of her life in those wild and uh, black and Hispanics, blacks and Hispanics in the, the 90s, and for the death penalty for a man who does evil by uh, mass murdering people. He's a fair-minded man. But get this, go to B, which is the same screenshot, but it's just highlighting a different part. Cecilia Wang of the American Civil Liberties Union, un-American, said the attack, along with recent unrest, was inspired by elements of Trump's rhetoric. So she is trying to pretend that Trump's rhetoric, meaning Trump telling the truth about, uh, you know, invasion, for example, and uh, stuff like that. I don't think Trump has really talked about the Jews other than that uh, Israel once was in control of Congress, and that's a good thing. And now they're not. Now we have these squad people who, are, who hate Israel. And that's a shame. <laughs> anyway, uh, this person is Cecilia Wang of the ACLU trying to blame Trump. 
That's a liberal, female-minded mindset. Blaming, trying to blame others, blame, blame good people, people of truth, for uh, something that uh, evil people do, rather than holding the other, the individual himself responsible. Lin Yenshin, the hate is itself is not a crime unless women are the law. Yep. So true. Good versus evil. In this case, it's evil versus evil. The evil DOJ against the evil man who uh, did this. And they're lumping all the people who are for what's right in with that. DOJ was founded to go against the whites. Trying to federal, make a federal case out of something like that. Which is really spreading it. Because you, you, you respond e- with evil against an evil, which is what the man did, and the DOJ responded with evil to him. And uh, only evil can result. Oh, some good things can result, right? God makes all things work out for those who love him. We are past the top of the hour, um, but since I brought up these lynching things, I would be remiss in not getting to John in Kentucky on the line. John, Kentucky John, how you doing, man? Happy. Why men- you change your demeanor when you get a caller, man? You, you sounded so somber when you was talking about that guy getting the death penalty. Now you sound like you're happy and excited. But I'm happy and excited to talk to... Uh, a man from Men's History Month. Happy Men's History Month to you, man. Man, let me tell you something. All right. It, it, it irritates me when you downplay my history and my people when it comes to lynchings. You always say that it's based on these people committing crimes. Allegedly. That downplays it. That downplays it to the most, to the highest extent, man. Lynchings were used to intimidate blacks. Right. Blacks were fighting for the right to vote. It wasn't because so-and-so stole a, a chicken or a bag of potatoes. Or it a was cow. because or... white people are evil. They may those have been evil. They may have been evil in, in many cases in doing those Most lynchings. definitely it, evil. It, because revenge is evil. I agree with you. And but day, but t- you're making a claim about voting rights. Every lynching was not about voting rights. In some cases, it was rape, murder, or or theft. I don't know. I don't know about a voting. There's no such thing as voting rights. But vote somebody trying to vote isn't a cause for lynching. I agree with you there. Uh, but go ahead. Listen, listen though. All right. You're trying to downplay it, saying that, that like it was most definite that somebody had committed. The no, crime. I ne- that's no, that's your imagination. I say alleged because sometimes I've said many times, I didn't say this time, many times some may have been innocent. They were accused. They were not given a most, trial. Most most times these people were innocent. How do you figure? Because it, the climate back in the 50s, 60s, was, it, was, it was so tense with racial issues, man, because right. black people started to stand up for themselves and they didn't want to be at the bottom of the totem pole. But what I'm saying is... There didn't have to be a totem people, pole. But they, weren't, they stood up for themselves I mean, in the wrong way. Communism was the enemy of, of, of religion. But anyway, go ahead. Uh, there were times when uh, these so-called Christians 
Ku Klux Klan Christians mm-hmm. would hang families, hey? Okay. Like women, children, and the men. All right. And uh, you never talk about stuff like that because that puts a black eye on your race. It doesn't put and, a black uh, eye on my race? What are you talking about? It does. I don't yes, think in does, terms man. of that. I think in terms of individuals who do wrong and in patterns of people, you know, sometimes uh, whites may have fallen into that type of mindset which may have been overboard. It sounds like it, that would have been overboard to hang the whole yeah. family. That sounds yeah, but wrong. But you're trying to act like it was minor. It was a major problem, hey? It was uh, a major problem. When, when you accuse me of downplaying it, I'm trying to bring the whole truth to it because they don't mention... Your, not your side, but the people who talk about these lynchings, they say, oh, they were lynched merely for being black, but that's not true. It was for oh, being black and true. having allegedly committed a crime. Yeah, but you. But, but they and didn't whites were lynched too, and blacks committed lynchings themselves. They lynched people. To, they lynched fellow blacks. I don't know if they Black, ever lynched whites. Blacks lynched too. Yeah, they did. According to no, what I'm I saying, read, anyway. According to what I read I'm on saying, some blog. So I could I'm be completely blacks, wrong. Blacks didn't go around lynching white people. You had mobs. But of But they white may men. have. But they may have murdered some white people. Yeah, at times. And at that's times, and yeah. that was and in overreaction to that maybe. Uh, some whites lynched those blacks. Man, let me tell you something. It's it wasn't just voting those, rights, man. It, it's based on those whites being pure evil, though, man. Look, you, you sure. didn't have to commit a crime. You didn't have to commit a crime. You could look at a white man in the eye. You can look at his wife, and he would get his guys together and lynch you Huh? in, in those days. Oh. Just by looking so, at a white woman the wrong way. This is, this is your claim. Can you, can you cite a real example of that actually happening? Uh, Emmett Till. Emmett Till allegedly grabbed her at one at one point. No, it, was the, it was alleged at one bull point. Crap. Was it ever said? Was it ever said that he grabbed her? I don't know if it was ever said. It was said. But, uh, I'm telling you, was, it was what, said. Whether it was, was a, a whether it was a lie or not. Boy? Hold on. Whether it was a lie or not, that's a different story. I don't know. Well, that that's the evilness of that woman. But you said and just she, a look. He whisked. And they and the and the liberals try to downplay it as oh he just whistled at her, and I don't know if it was just a whistle or a grab or vulgar statements too or what. Yeah, but, but your bias, but, your bias is telling you that he grabbed her. That's what your bias no, is I didn't say you. that. I didn't. I did not assert that he grabbed her or not. I'm why, just saying why that. Else, I'm why just, else would they leave a child in that condition? What do you mean? Well, why I mean, else? Why else would the guys who tortured him and killed him or whatever, uh, mutilated his 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 body and face and stuff like that? Why else would they do yeah. that? Because yeah, they were because they overreacted to uh, they to evil, the right? alleged vi- yeah they were they were evil and they overreacted to the alleged uh, thing. His father Emmett Till's father was executed by U.S. military for allegedly raping multiple women in like Paris or somewhere. All I'm saying is you shouldn't be downplaying. Uh, you know, black history when it comes to lynching. Now, you shouldn't uh, always say about. No, what? I'm just trying to give the whole a, a bigger, bigger picture. Kind of like DeSantis and Flor and the Florida people are trying to give the real picture of slavery. That it was there was positives and negatives. There was no. Uh, it was no, it was no po- positive for us. It was positive for y'all. It was positive for you too. I mean, you're living in America. You never had it so good. 
Man, listen, that's another now, lie. Okay, now, now, John in Kentucky, you said that you get irritated when I, when I downplay the, uh, the, his, the black history. Yeah. Why would you be irritated if I'm just a nothing Edomite? Because you're a black Hebrew Israelite, and I mean nothing to you. My show is entertainment to you. Why would you be irritated by what I'm saying? Because, you know what, when it comes to my history, you know, I don't know if any of my people, uh, like my blood people, were actually lynched. Mm -hmm. But I I have a respect for my ancestors. I I don't know white people. Me too. I I respect this. I respect the the slaves and the slave-owned masters. But it's disrespectful to all those people who were, you know, just life taken because of their race, basically. Because you always say now, alleged crime, but black is the main issue. Do you know me as? Do you know issue. me? Do you think of me as purposely disrespecting people? Oh, that's what your show is about. No, man. That's I mean, sometimes I yeah. spit and mock people, but when I'm talking about when I'm talking about a historical thing like that, you're reading into it as disrespectful. I'm I'm saying it to try to get the whole truth out. You're saying it to be a super troll, Hank. Right? No. That's why you do the things you do. No. That's why you do the things you do, man. What do you mean troll? Well, then how are you being, because you're irritated. Trolls like to irritate. You shouldn't fall yeah. for the trolling. You shouldn't fall for I the mean, irritation. You're, I'm not going to lose sleep. I'm okay. not going to lose of course sleep not, over it. You're irritated, though. You're the one that's going to have to pay for it one day. So, but why do you? But you didn't really answer my question. Oh yeah, you did. You did answer your question. You, you uh, identify. You identify with those people in history. I have respect for my ancestors, man. Yeah, it's, it's but so do I. To them. I have respect for you. I have respect for. Uh, the, you do not have respect for me, man. Yeah, huh? What are you, talking about? you sound like my one of my graduated callers who accuses me of hating him or not liking him, and I do. I. I, I like and respect you on on some levels, a family man, fairly <laughs> upstanding, working. Uh, I I mock the black Hebrew Israelite thing, and I know that you're into the black thing, but you were raised this way, and you're kind of closed off to like the truth that JLP and I say. But it doesn't mean I don't respect you. Well, all I can tell you is. Uh what goes around comes around. Karma's real. So if, if I were you, I would, I would be a little bit more respectful to the people that are going to be ruling you one day. So, uh, it's, it's, it sounds like a, that sounds like a mess. But thank you, uh, John, in Kentucky. Take care, man. Yeah, you thank you. You think about it. All right. Adios. Uh, guys, we're past the top of the hour. I will get back to calls. But it is Men's History Month, and I want to play some manly music. <laughs> If there is such a thing, uh, and this is probably a poor choice, but I don't care. This is Staves Acre. I'm playing Staves Acre so far this month in the breaks, except for Friday, right? Um, this is Threshold from Staves Acre. It's a Christian band from uh, Tooth and Nail. I think this is either 1996, maybe 1994, their album Friction. I hope you enjoy it. You musical Philistines, you can compare it. You can... Uh, Grin and bear it and, and uh, talk crap and chat about how it sounds like Ozzy Osbourne and Puddle of Mud and whatever else. <laughs>
You could go outside, shovel snow, rake your leaves, plant your garden, harvest your crops, crack the whip, avoid the noose, because you don't want to die prematurely. Um, but I'll be right back for hour two. Hang tight. The rest of it. fun, right? Bass is good, says Kieran McCarthy. Drummer is mid, <laughs> says Franklin. Megadeth Christians, more like Christian Godsmack so far. Metallica were Jews. Watching you curse the sky Your stomach must turn inside Come over to the Look past this fraction of life Our song took from our souls A home that is our own We're all born remembering A few of us will Isn't his voice somewhat manly? I think so. I'm enjoying this mid drummer. It's not bad, I guess. <laughs> Needs more double bass kick. 
nut was great. Oh, I didn't, not familiar. <laughs> uh, I'm not answering that question, Matthew. I'm loving this music. So good, am I right? Guitar solo needs more work, says Mike Gibson. Yeah, I'm not really a fan of some of those guitar solos. Most guitar solos are not as good. The guitarist shreds, says Revon JJ. Okay, all right. Slayer meets Tool as far as singing goes. Not bad. Well, thank you guys for bearing with me through that. Before I get to calls, I will get to you. Let me read a few super chats first. Lin Yen Chin says, The notion of hypocrisy is not an honest perspective. It is a... Um, woman-ish I'm cleaning up his language a little bit for the sake of Hake's sensibilities tender sensibilities woman-ish or girlish tangent writer's perspective one requires great insecurity to stratify the world in levels of hypocrisy it's as empty as racism even Hassan should know this ask him um Hypocrisy, not a legitimate criticism. Um, any any thought on that? Did you follow Hassan, uh, Lin Yun Chin's statement there? I get a little lost sometimes with Lin, but... Yeah, yeah. Um, he's basically saying the notion of his hypocrisy, it's not an honest uh, criticism. It's sort of a woman accusation. Even though Jesus did call people hypocrites, according to the Bible that I heard... Um, I feel like I remember Jesus calling the teachers of the law or whatever, the Pharisees, hypocrites. You prevent others from entering in the kingdom and you don't enter yourselves. Something like that. But, uh, uh, but us saying, oh, those liberals are such hypocrites. They, they accuse us of racism, but they're the real racists. <laughs> Blacks are the real racists. They're hypocrites. They, uh, Accuse whites of judging by color, but blacks are doing that all the time. They're hypocrites. That's womanly, he says. Womanish. It's a tangent. I don't know. Any thoughts on that at all? I don't think there's nothing wrong with pointing out, you know, uh, people's hypocrisy. I, I, yeah. Okay. I like it. Nice. He differs with you there. Uh, okay, thank you, uh, though, Lin Yen Chin. I agree on some level, though. It is empty. It is, uh, in some ways, people are evil. I think uh, No White Guilt mentioned that uh, 
it's not actually hypocrisy. It's not actually inconsistent with their worldview. Their worldview is meaning the, the people who are anti-white. They're not going to treat everybody consistently. They, uh, they don't have any... They will pretend to hold you to a higher standard than anybody... They hold anybody else. A different standard. A double standard. A double standard is sometimes called hypocrisy. Interesting. Ecusole. Ecusole. E-Q-Q-U-S-O-L-E. Ecusole. Says, asks on uh, buymeacoffee.com slash the Hake report, when does Hake get to go on vacation? Will you have Big Bump fill in for you? Uh, between Christmas and New Year, we often shut down for a week, and that's a nice vacation. For the, Shut down the whole radio show and, uh, and the office for that week. Except for church, of course. We do church. Um... But in terms of going on vacation during off times, that's an interesting thought. Uh, that's an interesting thought. I don't know. I wouldn't be against having Big Bump fill in for me. He did a great job when he did fill in for me. So did Joel Friday. Of course, he has his own show now. Nice. Thank you for the coffee and the question. Carver bought three coffees. Hake's hypothetical. You, Hassan, Nick, Joel, and Sean meaning Hake, Hassan, Nick, Joel, and Sean, are all flying to Florida for AFPAC. AFPAC 4 or 5 or whatever. Because Super Chats were slow this week, you chose Atlas Airlines, despite JLP's best warnings he chose to drive. <laughs> the affirmative action pilot informs you that the plane is going down because she, <laughs> female pilot, this is clever, crossed into Mexican airspace and the wing was hit by a missile... <laughs> There are only two parachutes, and you already have secured one for yourself. He white, meaning Hake already got one. Based on their unique special skills, who do you decide it's whom? Do you decide to give the other uh, parachute to to help you most in this situation? Nick, by a long shot. Oh, no, Sean. I forgot about Sean. Um, Man, it's a toss-up between Nick and Sean. (laughs) Sorry, Hassan. You're going to have to do a flying squirrel thing. <laughs> and Joel, he can dance on down. <laughs> uh, Hassan's kind of lightweight, right? He's going to trim down the fat so that he can uh, hang on to us with that parachute and hope he can hold on tight when that parachute engages. <laughs> no, Nick says, no, give Sean the parachute since I will die in the cockpit. Pilot always dies in the emergency landing, but you need him to... In the chair, it would be a waste on me. Sean can do survival stuff. <laughs> nice, yeah, true. I think that we'll, we'll have bigger fish, fish to fry than the radio show. <laughs> uh, funny, man. Interesting. They'll do the radio show from heaven if they make it. Uh, <laughs> nice, Carver. Sort of morbid. I like dark humor. I do indeed. There's a super chat from Hake Something's Christian Christianly, and I'm censoring it, of course. He gave one on, uh, I'm assuming it's a he, on the Jason Lee Peterson show too, and I censored his thing then. Hello, Hake. I appreciate your attempt on JLP, but if you're going to ruin my name on super chats, can I at least get a little, uh, get a little Lin Yen Chin? 
in honor of China's next Lil Wayne. <laughs> I cannot, I don't want to say that word. I heard that that's, uh, that is, now I do appreciate there is a young man who's on different st- shows. I was on Killstream one time with, on the same, at the same time as this guy named Wang Lin. Wang Lin. But that's short for the end of W, the end of Andrew with a W. Well, I better leave that alone. I should dox people. <laughs> I, it was not a malicious slip up. <laughs> I'm sorry. But uh, I don't want to call him that. His name is Lin Yan Chin. <laughs> and it may even be his real name. I don't know. Severio Jones gave a diamond. Uh, thank you, man. Shall I give you? Shall I open the treasure chest for you, redheaded stepchildren over there on D Live, the neglected D Live crew? Yeah, I'll do it. I'll even give you fifty lemons. Have some redistribution. I'm a good socialist. I'm a good uh, chai calm. Am I not? Don't answer that. I probably spend more than two hours on my phone every day. The Chinese are considering, the Chinese communist government is considering limiting minors' phone t- cell phone time to uh, two hours a day so that they have better morals and become better socialists. I don't know how you can mix morals with socialism, but the Chinese, uh, as socialists go... I'd rather call them neighbors than others. <laughs> if you gotta have neighbors, I'll take the Chinese neighbors. <laughs> anyway, uh, spoiler alert says, John believes in karma. Yeah, I caught that too, man. He said karma is real. He didn't say, he might have said you reap what you sow, but he said karma is real. I chalked that up to him being a millennial, maybe Gen X, but I think he's millennial. He doesn't know better. I mean, he hasn't always been a black Hebrew Israelite, so he fell into that worldly karma word. Maybe he slipped, but okay. Let me continue reading this spoiler alert coffee. John believes in karma. He's talking about Kentucky John. So I wonder what he thinks the black race did to deserve the karma of becoming slaves. Yeah, I think that those guys have an answer for that, those black Hebrew Israelites. Um, They said, oh, we sinned. Our ancestors sinned, and so they became slaves. I don't know what the nature of those sins were. Forgot God, stuff like that. You know, the Bible lists what the, all the dirty things that the Israelites did. Very degenerate things. Not just worshiping golden calves, which is pff, ridiculous. But I guess there are many golden calves of sorts, if you want to use it metaphorically, that we falsely worship. Not good. Thank you, spoiler alert, uh... Yeah, and you know how, like, I like to talk about how slavery in America wasn't this universally horrific thing. I'm sure there was maybe some horrors. People do evil things. But he thinks that this was this horrific thing. There, were no, there was no benefit. Uh, there's always a benefit. God himself cursed the man to work, and it was, there's many benefits to work. Well, he said, by the sweat of your brow, you'll eat. And hey, sometimes sweats when the AC's not on, so I guess I'm holding up God's uh, 
God's command to work. Anyway, a Deontay in Florida has been on hold for some time here. I would be remiss not to get to him. Deontay in Orlando, Florida, happy Men's History Month to you. I don't know if I've wished that happy, to you. Happy Men's History Month Thank and you. happy belated White History Month. Yes. So, I have a, just a statement. Okay. Right? Because I heard um, the guy from Kentucky. I'm yeah. Not sure his name. John from Kentucky. So, yeah. So I, I watched it, and I just want to make this real statement. Uh, I watched this, like, you ever heard of Soft White Underbelly? I have. Um, so I watched an interview with this, like, KKK member, right? Uh-huh. Like, it was an interview, you know, the guy was in KKK. And he said that that lynching, that whole lynching thing about KKK members and lynching is all false. He said, and I looked it up, I couldn't find any. He said, if you look through all the pictures of the lynching, he said KKK members may have, like, attended, but they weren't allowed to wear their robes. Right. But it was never never an orchestrated KKK event for a lynching. I've heard, I never heard it so explicit like that, but yeah, um, yeah. lynchings were done by the men of the community. I, I read in a blog, okay, so I don't know if this is true, but it sounds true to me. The men of the community... Uh, of the white community generally, but sometimes it was men of the black community, I guess, who conducted these lynchings, who were uh, got in, got into maybe a fit of rage, made a mob mentality, but executed basically the equivalent of street justice on an accused yep. person without a trial. Or sometimes they were in a court and they would tear them out of the court building and want to do it because maybe they didn't trust courts even back then. But... Uh, yeah, I was, it was the men of the community. It wasn't necessarily the KKK doing that. And then another, another statement. Uh-huh. I had this with my cousin. You know, I'm black. I'm black. Yeah. Um, but I had a conversation with my cousin not too long ago, and he, he was bringing up stuff like this, right? But, you know, if you do the numbers of the lynchings from Jim Crow era south compared to any of these inner cities today. Right. It doesn't even compare. Yeah, so I know. when people make these statements, at first it's confused history, right? They take bits and pieces of history, and they don't give you... I like how you try to make the whole picture, you know? But right. they'll take these little bits and pieces, and, it, and it's fueling this anger that's already in their stomachs, right? Yeah. And then they're, like, pushing this, and it's saying... And he said something evil. You're overlords. First of all, we know white people going to move away if the overlords ever came to America. Uh-huh. They're gonna find a new country. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm a, like JLP said, I'm saving my money to go in space with y'all. But um yeah, man. It's crazy. I just wanted to bring that up. Interesting, man. You know, I'm pasting lynchings versus homicides into the folder there since I have you ah. on the line, Deontay, just to just to bring this up. Um lynchings versus homicides, a couple of screenshots. They may be basically identical. Lynchings over this is from Tuskegee Institute, purportedly data complied by, compiled by Tuskegee Institute, which documented lynchings, and data compiled by Detroit Free Press. Lynchings over 86 years in the USA versus homicides in Detroit over nine years. So one-tenth of the amount of time. Uh, United States, 1882 to 1968, when uh, there were 4,700 lynchings, okay? Uh, 340... No, three thirty-four sixty-six lynchings were black, and twelve hundred ninety-seven lynchings were white. So, 
maybe three quarters or t- something like that of the lynchings were of blacks. One quarter of the lynchings were whites in this time frame mm-hmm. that they found. Uh, Detroit, the years 2003 to 2012. This is an old, old thing. Uh, 3,699 homicides, 87.9% black victims, 8.5% white victims, just in a city versus the whole country of lynchings. Crazy, huh? Comparable it's, it's numbers. Wild. It's, it's wild, huh? It's, it's safer to be a black man in Jim Crow South yep. than it is to be a black man in any of these inner cities today. Yeah. And they want, but the crazy part is, they don't want to live in Africa. Yeah. They want black rule government, but no one wants to live in the hood. Yeah. Which are all black home. You know, and it's it's wild. Now, I'm not saying all, you know, I'm not going with the, the IQ argument, nothing like that. Right. I do agree with the spiritual battle, but it's wild. It's wild that, because it's not making logical sense. And when they really, if somebody sits down, because I used to be one of those. Yeah. If you sit down and really make logical sense of all of it. It makes me, you don't even have to be born again to understand. I, before I was born again, I understood, I started to notice, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's hard to swallow. It sucks. Because when you have, like, this, you build this foundation for your life, and then you find out that everything that they told you was a lie, yeah. it's, it sucks. It's an ego It's an ego death before you even start working on your own ego. True. It's like you just figure out everything's a lie. Yeah. It was, this Great. was, this, I was exposed to that right around the time that I was becoming producer, going to become producer of the Jesse Lee Peterson show, the lynchings versus homicides thing, lynchings nationwide mm-hmm. versus homicides in a, uh, in a city. Uh, and it was, it actually, it sort of surprised me, but it, but it made sense. I'm like, oh yeah, duh. You know how bad it how bad it is right now. It's downplayed how bad it is right now. They want to highlight how yeah. evil it was back then, and I'm sure there was evil going on back then. It's, but they don't. They want to direct away from the evil in the in our own hearts, like you said, our egos, where we have this attachment yeah. to this knowledge, and we get all puffed up and argue with people about it, and it's over nothing. <laughs> and, uh, and then there's all these. Abortion and uh, kissing up to the LGBT thing, which is not good for the people who are stuck in that uh, mindset. No. It's all kinds of soft, soft evil today versus the harder, manlier, I guess, evil of back then, which wasn't even as widespread and vicious as the 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 murders and and assaults and mess going on today it's crazy i w- i wouldn't even I, I would have to push back and say there's no soft evil it's all wicked it's yeah. wicked it's, it's, a lynching lynching was I, you know that's like i told the producer i don't know i don't really believe in street justice right so i'm not sure and i but i also didn't live in that time so i i, I don't want to make judgments because you know times are just different back then so i don't know what the the whole story and they don't tell right. you the whole story so I, I try to I just know that street justice is wrong, Yeah, but I don't know the whole story, so I don't want to make judgments. But yeah. I do know today, we got people, I'm telling you, you can get murdered in any of these cities. I mean, you know, they have mass shooters and stuff, like yep. the other, the kind that's like on the, the, you know, the TV kind of portrays, but but every day, 
somebody in one of these cities is getting shot and killed is normal. Right. And it's not, that's not, that's not soft evil. That is wicked. Like it's as wicked as, as, as all, but yeah. some of these people that are calling you are making bigger deals of what happened yesterday than what's happening today. Right. And they, and, and how do you, how is me, right? I'm just a party just watching and I'm listening, trying to understand both sides of the argument. Yeah. So if you're calling in to make an argument about the past, who cares about, you think the kids in Chicago care about the past? Right. They worried about what's going on right now. It's all an illusion and a distraction from what's going on today. So why call and be like, this happened in slavery? Right. Ain't none of us slaves. I could tell you what's happening in Chicago yeah. or in Baltimore or Detroit or any of these, L.A. Let's talk about what's going on now. And and, it, and it's, they're trying to make the whole nation like this. You know, yep. that's the worst part. Like you said, it's going to be your overlords. They want to make the whole nation like this. A ghetto. By by soft evil, I mean the notion of respect. Uh, John from Kentucky, the caller that you're talking about, accused me of disrespecting his ancestors or the ancestors of the blacks who uh, some of them were lynched. Right? Um, I think you're this, showing love to everybody. Yeah, I I I'm trying. That's my motive, but um, that's a mama soft evil notion of respect. You know how blacks will overreact, you're disrespecting me, and a lot of people will, oh, can you, JLP asked the question in church, can you ever be disrespected? Uh, that's an ego, ego. yeah, that's an ego that's feeling the disrespect. Uh, th- these dead people whom I'm allegedly disrespecting, they don't know they do. or care. I'm, if I'm d- disrespecting, I'm suffering for it. He, and he, he pointed out, you reap what you sow, right? And he's right about that, you do reap what you sow. So he doesn't need to be irritated at my disrespect, my alleged disrespect. So that's what but, I mean by you, mama we, evil, this mama spirit. But, oh, let's kiss up to the gays. That's, let's, uh, let's let, well, the abortion is a e- op- open evil. But by soft evil, I mean mama spirit spoiling, catering to egos evil. That's what I mean by soft evil. It's no less evil. Uh, it's subtle. It's, 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 to me, it's all evil. Yeah. And I think it's wicked. Yep. And I think that when somebody calls and says stuff like that, it's just wicked. And I, I'm not judging them, you know. Right. I used I to know have a tell. very similar mindset. Yep. You know, so I, I can't, you know, Michael Mick said, don't judge somebody for what they don't know now because at one point you didn't know. And there was a point that I didn't know. So I appreciate you. But what they're trying to do to you and pretty much everybody that speaks of this, they just want you to shut up. So they're gonna say disres- they gonna say you disrespecting him, yeah. but really he doesn't want you to put the truth out there because one, it's gonna break his foundation of what he thinks about himself, and it's gonna in turn shorten. So if he has a group of people and they all believe the same, say out of ten people, one of them wakes up, that makes his group smaller, and it's gonna hurt his his ego because he has this. He's not an individual. He's a Hebrew, his Hebrew, whatever them things called. Right. He one of them. So his whole identity is based off of their identity. Yeah. So if you diminish his identity, that means you are destroying him, that demon inside of him. It's not him, but that demon inside of him, you're destroying the identity. But it is coming. he's coming closer to the truth with every time he hits. He might be upset, but every time he's upset, he's really coming closer to the truth. So I appreciate you, man. That's why I was calling in just to thank you for what you did. Nice, man. It's appreciate, really brave. I appreciate the call, Deontay. Great points there. All right, buddy. You have a great day. You too. Take care. 
David in Ocala, Florida, is on the line. David, what's up? How you doing? Hey, James. That was a great caller right there. My yeah. Man's right on time, ain't he? Deontay's on it. <laughs> yeah, he really is. He co- he covered some stuff I wanted to share, but, you know, when here, uh, let me go this route. You know, when you got the President of the United States saying the greatest problem this country's got is white supremacy, okay? <laughs> yeah. Um, Man, you know, and you got every day you have these people like Joy Reid, Maxine Waters, Whoopi Goldberg, Sonny Houston, spewing this stuff over the TV. Yeah. These these people eat it up. I mean, they're just eating it up. You know, they can't get, get you know, over it, you know? Yeah. Um, God's going to take care of what happened to Emmett Till, okay? Right. People need to move on. He, right? he probably already did take care of it. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're both dead. The lady just died like a month or so ago, or, yeah. or maybe a little longer. She passed away, so she probably ain't in a good place, and I guarantee her husband and whoever the other sidekick was, they ain't they ain't in up there in heaven, okay? 99% that they ain't, you know? So. Well, it's not but, for it's not for us to decide. Like you said, it's God's God will deal God knows what happened. Yeah, that's true, but you can tell, you know, you can, anyway, uh some of the callers are right, you know, about, you know, these white old white men down here, you know, cuz I was I was 15 in 1980 and I met some of these people, okay? But they were very few and far in between. It's not like how they're trying to make it out to be, you know. Yeah, you know, just the angry old right. white men. Yep. You know? That's True. All. But but look what they got, okay? They got black entertainment television, the United Negro College Fund. <laughs> yeah. They had affirmative action. And right now on my Comcast cable network, they got the black experience. You know? Yeah. Uh, it's, They're getting it's, all this, but r- catering only makes you more miserable. When you're catered to, you don't like that. When when people all are all into that thing, it's so artificial and phony and empty and unfulfilling, and every, and you know that the people are only kissing up to you. So well, one one of the callers is that you know I think the young man that was just on said this is part of the, a plan to turn us into a the, the whole country into the ghetto. Okay. Yeah. Because do you ever did you ever see that movie Django? I have not, but Hassan oh, did. Buddy. He likes I mean, it, you, I think. What's that? Hassan saw it, and he liked it. He well, recommended I check it out. Just, I, I can understand him liking it, because uh, it did have some decent parts in it, but it was so full of racism. Oh, I yeah. mean, it's just, I mean, white people. So that, that's the It plan. portrayed whites as so nasty and evil, huh, and vicious. Right. <laughs> yep. Just like they did with Roots when I was a kid. Now, yeah. That was made by uh, Quentin Tarantino, and his father's a Trump supporter. Is well, that true, Django? Or, or are you talk Django was yeah, I'm talking full about of Django. Racism? Is that is that a fact, uh, Hassan? I'll bring in Hassan to respond a little bit. He may. I don't know if he agrees. He's talking about Django. Yeah. Um. I mean, yeah. The, you know, it's definitely a lot grabbing of the, grabbing the girl because the eggs and pulling her out there to the tree, gonna whip her. You know, and he comes out there and shoots the two guys. You know. On and on, you know the the you know when he first found him in that chain gang and got him loosened up, you know took him, you know I mean it's just it, it was see these younger people don't understand that's getting implanted in their head and that's why they hate white people. 
That's true, but I, 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 I mean, yeah, that's true. It's, I mean, you know, Quentin is definitely yeah liberal, and you know, Harvey Weinstein made you know produced the movie, and you he's know, kind it, of a liberal, not a Christian. <laughs> yeah, that's Weinstein that, was the producer. He, he made a lot of great movies. He made a lot, of, and he produced all Tarantino's films. But well, yeah, I can, I can, uh, I can watch trash. The stuff that has trash messages mixed in with it, and still, I already know to expect it, and still uh, enjoy what's great about it. Yeah, and Tarantino doesn't do things. I don't know if I should, but I do. Tarantino like makes it clear almost that in all his movies, there. I mean, think. I mean, in Inglorious Bastards, he kills Hitler in his movie. You know what I mean? So he does things that aren't factually. Like, right, you know, like it's a cartoonish. Hollywood. Yeah, you know, he's a little loosey goosey with his, <laughs> yeah. you know, he's very fictional with his facts. <laughs> Way more bloody than it actually would be sometimes. Yeah, like that Hollywood movie where the Manson people get ate up by the dog. Exactly. He kind of re- right. he, he rewrites his own history. <laughs> yeah. Funny. Well, you know, I know y'all got to go, but I just want to say, you know, I was accosted by four black people as kids. I told y'all a couple of them. You know, one day in the seventh grade, I went to the go to the bathroom. There's a black kid at the water fountain, and we got into a fight right in the hallway. Okay, and I didn't want to fight this kid, and he he uh, he popped me a couple times, and I was like, "Dang, this kid's fast!" And then I finally caught him with a right hook, and that was it. <laughs> well, what the moral of the story? I'm Don't do that, kids. Yeah, am I supposed to go the rest of my life disliking these people because they tried to hurt me four times in my life? No. So these people need to get over the racism. Oh, you're saying you're supposed to dislike them because of your bad experience? Yeah, I'm supposed to dislike them because they tried to hurt me? No, no. you're supposed to forgive those people and just uh, never relax around uh, other ones. (laughs) Never relax is a meme. It's a white supremacist dog whistle, which I disavow, but it's, uh, it's good to be alert uh, around right. people right. people who Well, I'm not going to hold it against somebody else that didn't have anything to do with it, and that's what they're doing. They're holding this stuff against white people. Yeah, they're making assumptions know? rather than just protecting themselves in risk assessment. They're making assumptions. That's right. It's not right, good. Right, because you, you got a caller, your favorite caller. I won't name her name, but, you know, she called it. She's angry. That lady is angry. I mean, if you listen to her, she is angry. And she's, you know, I hate to say it, I, you know, she's got a little racism going on there. And that's and she's just angry, you know. And, and uh, the, you know, they need to quit being so angry and just move on and, and just, you know, live their life and, and seek God and quit, you know, hurt you having all that hate in their heart, man. Cause you got a lot of people that have called your show and you can tell they're just, they're full of hate in their heart. Right. True. Do you understand what I'm saying? There? I do. Uh, what, what about Mays? Just in short, what about Mays prompts you to think she's angry? Uh, well, I think she's mainly angry because didn't she say she's an atheist? No, I, no, she, I don't think she said she. I think she, I don't know about that. But what what did she say that makes? I mean, what did she say or that, do so that, that makes just her tone of voice? The oh, okay. way she like thinks that all you do is talk about black people and oh know, yeah, which and, is not true. Right, and you know, like I said, they got all this stuff. Okay, that we don't got. Do I got white experience on my TV? <laughs> right. I mean, I just you know it's it. That's how far the pendulum swung, and they're still not happy. 
Right. You know, they got black, you know, so. And they, and they shouldn't because that's not what makes you have peace and fulfillment. It's, well, they uh, thought it was gonna. Didn't they think it was gonna? If they thought I mean, so, they were, they were uh, suckers, which they were. Well, all right. Well, listen. I know you got to go. It was great to talk with you, Hassan. You know, you're you're a, you're a, you're a good young man. Keep being a good guy, and y'all all keep you know doing what you're doing. I appreciate you taking my call, and y'all have a great day. All right, David. Thank you. Take care. All right. Take care. Happy all Men's right, History man. Month. Oh, you too. All, all right. right. All right, guys. Bye. Bye. Huh. So, in the last five minutes here, I got to cover this story. It's kind of amusing to me. Although, I'm not amused at the breakup of a family. <laughs> I laugh because this family's a mess anyway. Justin Trudeau, who famously said, I've covered it many times, or a number of times, Sophie and I are proud feminists, and we're raising our children, both our daughter and our sons, to be feminists as well. That may not be a direct quote, but I do remember him saying, Sophie and I are proud feminists. Let me play this clip. Clip 42, Justin Trudeau and Sophie Gregoria, Gregoire Trudeau announced their separation. Here it is from CBC News, The National. Here it is. Last seen publicly together on Canada Day, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau and his wife, Sophie Gregoire Trudeau, broke the news also together with two matching statements on their Instagram accounts. After many meaningful and difficult conversations, we have made the decision to separate. As always, we remain a close family with deep love and respect for each other. News of their breakup spread quickly. Plus, a surprising announcement from Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. Justin Trudeau stunned his nation today. He and his wife of 18 years, Sophie, will be separating. The Prime Minister's office confirmed the pair have signed a legal separation agreement adding both parents will be a constant presence in their children's lives and Canadians can expect to often see the family together. The couple married in 2005 wow, and have three kids, aged 15, 14 and 9. Merci Sophie pour ta force. Since her husband became Prime Minister in 2015, Grégoire Trudeau has been in the public eye. Sophie, Sophie, Sophie. Sophie. Meeting dignitaries from around the world. We never went into it thinking, oh, this is going to be an easy ride. Uh, no. We were very uh, conscious of what we were getting into, and this is what we wanted. She's been an advocate for gender equality and mental health. Lame. By loving who you are, for who you are, you're making everything else possible. And let me tell you, beside me right now stands a man that I love deeply. The two have shown affection. Don't go yet, my love. But we're also candid about the challenges what? of marriage, saying their own wasn't perfect or easy. Trudeau, a child of divorce himself, his parents separated when he was a little boy. Pierre Trudeau, the only other Canadian prime minister to split with his wife while in office. Sources say wow. Sophie Gregoire Trudeau has moved into her own place in Ottawa. The prime minister and their kids will stay at Rideau Cottage, where she will also spend time. The family is asking for privacy. And next week, we'll leave for a vacation together. I wonder if this is because uh, Trudeau's turning more alpha, maybe. The Obamas kept it together. <laughs> no, I don't know. I have Nick, the American anchor baby here, sneak peek. He has the, uh, the 
French translation of their IG post to share <laughs> with you guys. Because uh, I don't know how to read this. Uh, I don't know how to read f- French in phonetically s- s- speaking. So here's what he said in French. How very French ca- French government, uh, Canadian government of you. Very yes. nice of you to <laughs> say it in the both official languages of Canada. Right. He said in the in the post. Bonjour tout le monde. Sophie et moi aimerons partager qu'après de nombreuses conversations réfléchies et difficiles, nous avons pris la décision de nous séparer. Wow. Comme toujours, nous restons une famille proche avec un amour profond l'un pour l'autre et pour tout ce que nous avons bâti et Dang. continuerons à bâtir. Wow. Pour le bien-être de nos enfants, nous vous demandons de respecter notre vie privée et la leur. Nous vous remercions. Wow. Isn't that cool? Did you know the anchor baby can talk like that? <laughs> <laughs> we did it in did school. You, did you understand a word of that? Yeah. You, did you understand yeah, the whole yeah. thing? Yeah, there's a word I had to Google. Okay. Uh, bati. I was like, that's build. Oh, like, oh, okay. Like they build their... Uh, yeah, nous avons bati as we build and we continue to build. Oh, they're building the country in their image. Mm-hmm. Terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you for reading that, man. Yeah, it was a nice story, because just like his dad. Yeah. The exact same way. It's very interesting. Child of divorce himself. And during his During his, his term. Pr- his uh, prime ministership. Yeah. She used to appear with, she used to do speeches and meet with Dr. Jill Biden, the first lady <laughs> from over here, <laughs> so-called lady. Jeez. Uh, some of that's going to end, but they're still going to do appearances together and... I like your theory, though. You saw bearded yeah, Trudeau, right? Ever he's since turning bearded, alpha. ever since bearded Trudeau, <laughs> yeah, it's been downhill. He's he's gonna turn a white nationalist, <laughs> like the whole la rest purlaine. of the <laughs> la purlaine. That's like the that's what the white nationalists say. Purebred. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Quebec. Je me souviens. I remember. Wow, <laughs> that's cool, man. So, American Anchor Baby, what are you going to talk about on your show coming up? Oh, man. So, McDonald's is falling apart, and it's kind of emblematic of a couple things. And I remember noticing the, you know, it's all independent-owned, most of the franchises. Oh, yeah. And seeing the Mexican mamas pretty much own all the all the McDonald's around here. Yeah. It's all Mexican moms and the aunties. No, <laughs> it's ladies. No teenagers. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, sometimes they're like a man. Sometimes, right. Every now and then. <laughs> right. And, um, Soft man. Right. It's some bigger news, like some Trump stuff and all that. Right on, man. Well, Thank I appreciate you. you. American anchor baby, guys. He speaks French somewhat. <laughs> Thank you. Cool. Well, guys, this has been the Hake Report. Um, I wanted to uh, get to all the callers. Mays in Dayton, Ohio had a response for David from Ocala, Florida. But before I get to her, I don't know if I can... Um, there was a super chat that came in from Deus Intra. I saw a phenomenon where holy light shines on a painting of Jesus in my room. I once said Jesus was not God, and a light bulb in the room exploded. So says Deus Intra. So are you suggesting that Satan or God made that light bulb in- explode when you, s- when you denied that Jesus is God, uh, Deus Intra? Wow. A holy light shines on a painting of Jesus in my room. Phenom- phenomenon. Wow, thank you for the super chat, man. Um, I don't know what it means. Do you know what it means? He didn't ascribe a meaning to it. 
but he did tell one story after another in context. It sounds like he's saying, you better not be saying Jesus is not God. I'm not sure, though. But thanks, man. Appreciate the support. Good to see, for, good to see from you. Um, unfortunately, Maze, I do not have time to get to you from Ohio. The, my favorite caller from the sundown town of Dayton, Ohio. Um, but know that I have your back, and I'll get to you tomorrow if we go live. We have the, we have the men's forum coming up, uh, guys, tonight, third, first Thursday of the month, 7 p.m. at Bond and Los Angeles. Happy Men's History Month. Here is Goaty Hook. Uh, I love rock and roll, ascribed to Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Right, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts? 1981 song? But that itself... I don't know if they knew, was a cover of Arrows from 1976, right? I don't know my rock and roll. But I do love it. Here's Goaty Hook. Uh, songs we didn't write. Hope you enjoy it. And adios, America. I guess I'll stick with you through it. This was the first, this is my introduction to this song too, by the way, I think. I disavow. And next we're moving on, cause she was with me, yeah, me. And next we're moving on, cause she was with me, yeah, me. Sing it, I love my folks. Put the time in the trip, baby. I love my folks. Come on, take a time and dance with me. I love my folks. Put the time in the trip, baby. Uh, Hake life is kids' bop. You to play this on my first band. Maze is greater than this song. <laughs> I agree. Thumbs down, SMH. <laughs> Adios, America. 